Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. I am obsessed with our shows this week. This is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. Love y'all like a bunch, like a barrel, like a couple barrels. You ever heard that song, I Love You a Bushel and a Peck, Dan? You want me to sing it? I love you, a bushel and a peck. Okay, that's all of that. Anyway, that's how much I love you, a bushel and a peck, and a hug around the neck. That's how that song goes. Good Lord, Dan, that's from your generation. Uh, Anyways, uh, just got nothing but love for you over here. I'm so glad you guys are with us today. You know, we're listener supported here. Listener supported. So if you're listening, we're supported by you. Um, I would just ask you guys, listen, if this show, podcast, whatever it is that you are listening to, listen, if it's encouraged your heart, if it's encouraged your life, um, ask you to give, Uh, you know, no, no, no guilt, no shame, none of that. Um, But the reality of it is, is that this show costs money. And um, we are we trust God every single month um, to pay the bills that we owe, but it costs money. So if there has been something in your life that we have helped with based on the word of God and of the spirit of God, I would ask you to give listener, listener supported. I used to hate to ask for that, Dan. I used to hate to ask for that. But, you know, the reality is is that ministry takes money. That's the reality of the situation. So um, if God has used this ministry in your life, you can go to autumnmiles.com and click donate. Got a great show. This week, I'm obsessed with y'all. I mean, major truth bombs uh, this week. Make sure you catch the other shows if you didn't, which if you didn't, why didn't you? Because they're awesome. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, uh, but But for real. Uh, So today we're going to talk about something that I kind of touched on last week a little bit, but I felt the Lord say, "Uh uh-uh, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't talk enough about it. Um, So we're back and we're back in numbers 13 for the day, back about the spies, back about those spies. Uh, But I want to tell you a couple things before I get into the meat of what I'm going to talk about. Number one. I got a book coming out. I am Rahab. That's right. Not rehab, Rahab. God bless rehab. Um, But it is Rahab. A lot of people are like, I've heard about your book. I am rehab. I'm like, that's not the name of it. It's Ray with the, with the A. Uh, Rahab. She's in the Bible and Joshua love her so much. Um, But, but the book is coming out soon. And I'm going to, I'm going to just tease you a little bit with some of the chapters. One of them is called I am risk. Y'all know I talk about faith all the time. I am not one season. I am integrity obsessed with that chapter. Um, what else is it? I am, uh, not perfect. I am imperfect because Rahab lied. How do you, how do you work out in your mind that she totally lied to the king's officials, and yet God used her to save the world. How do you work that out? How does God work that out? I'm going to talk about it in my book, I Am Rahab. Can God still bless you when you sin while you're operating 
something that he wants you to do. Can he do that? Well, yes, he can. Um, All sorts of chapters for you. I am on time. I love that chapter because y'all are so impatient out there. Um, And I talk a lot about in this chapter the pace of God. There is a pace. Um, And a lot of times we don't like the pace. It's like when I'm driving on 635 and someone's going 45 miles an hour and I just want to ram them. No, I don't want to do that. I, I love Jesus. I don't ram people. But I feel like I want to. You know, my pace is going to be whatever the speed limit is and not one mile over. Um, But their pace is a little bit smaller. You know, God has a pace that might not be 45 miles an hour. That might not be the speed limit. We need to operate at his pace, not ours. So I talk about that a little bit um, in the book. Guys, I'm loving it. I love my girl Rahab. Go pick it up. You can pre-order it right now. Everywhere books are sold at your favorite retailer. Amazon's got it. Barnes and Noble's got it. They got it, guys. Go get it. Uh, Love y'all so much. So I want to talk to you guys about counsel today. Um, I'm going to take my earring out, so give me a second. Got it. I want to talk to you guys about counsel today because counsel um, today is getting crazy, okay? A lot of times today we counsel based on what we feel or what we think in a situation and count simply your counsel you need to know you will be held accountable for. Okay. Um, we think that people are going to be held accountable for, you know, their sins and stuff like that. And they very much will, but your counsel and how you counsel someone and what you say out of your mouth, you will give an account for. Now, this goes to a lot of different things. Um, it goes for your actual counsel. Like if Dan was to come to me and say, I'm having the worst day, like, Do I drink this Dr. Pepper or do I not? My counsel matters. Okay. Now, now that was a really frivolous example to something that was kind of stupid. But what you say to people when they come to you and say, I have this issue. I need help. If it is surrounded based on your feelings and what you think and your intellect and your wisdom Rather than the word of God, what the spirit of God is telling them, um, beware, beware. We have taken this idea of counsel and um, we've kind of humanized it and it gets people in trouble. This also goes for social media. What you say matters, guys. How you comment matters. What inbox messages you send people matters, okay? It, you, you are accountable for the words that come out of your mouth. It is shocking to me what people say in the name of Jesus on my social media page. They will counsel me based on their tradition their legalism, whatever it is. And I'm, I read some of these comments. I don't re- read all of them. Otherwise, I would be depressed and like in the bed and never get up because they're super opinionated. But I had one very specific one last week or a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember. And it was this person. I wouldn't even tell you if it's a man or a woman. 
they took up multiple comments about how in Jesus name, I need to X, Y, Z, you are X, I rebuke you X, Y, Z, and they went on and on and on. And I read it, and Cassie's in the in the studio today. I think you were on the phone with me, and I was like, listen to what this person put on my social media. And it was one thing after another. You are erring in this. You need to this. And I, I hung up the phone with Cassie because it kind of jarred me for a minute. Like, wow, never met this person. Clearly, they haven't listened to any of my shows. Clearly, they haven't listened to any of my podcasts or, or, or selfie videos or whatever it is. They haven't seen any of my posts on social media. They looked and they gave counsel. They looked and they advised based on what they thought, not actually facts. And I wonder today how many of us are doing this. This is for everyone today. This is not for, you know, the, the person that's facing trial. This is, this is sort of an SOS for all of us that are listening to watch, watch what we say. If it is not in line and in, in sync with the word of God, the pages of scripture, we need to check ourselves. In a world where, where words are so fluid and so easy and you type it and we're screen brave and that's it. We need to understand that as believers, you will give an account for that. You are accountable for your actions. Go with me to Numbers 13. Again, I'm obsessed. I love these spies slash hate them because I am them some days and some days... Sometimes I'm way more righteous than they are. (laughs) Really? Okay, moving on. Uh, So this is what I want to point out to you. And I did point it out a little bit in my uh, in my uh, one of my shows last week. I want to read this. When Moses sent them all the spies to spy out the land of Canaan, he said to them very clear instructions. Okay, go up there into Negev, then go up into the hill country. See what the land is like, whether the people who live there are strong or weak, whether they are few or many. How is the land in which they live? Is it good or bad? I know I've said this a lot the last couple of weeks. Hang with me. How are the cities in which they live? Are they open camps or with fortification? How is the land fat or lean? Are there trees in it or not? Make an effort to get some of the fruit of the land. It was the time of the grapes. So they went. He gave them two two directives, y'all, two. One was to spy it out. The other was to make an effort to get fruit. That's it. Go spy it out and bring me back a detailed report, and then get some fruit. In um, Numbers 13, 17 through 20, not one time did he say, advise us on what to do. Not one time. Their job was to specifically spy out the land. Now, this is where they aired. They went to spy it out and, and of course, to bring back the fruit. Those were their two objectives. 
when they went to spy it out and they brought back a report, they should have left it right there. Listen, the land is fat. The people are strong. There's many people in the land. The land's a good land. Going back to verse 17 through through, uh, 16 through 20. It's a good land. There are some open, there are fornifications. The the land is fat because we know that based on the report. Are there trees in or not? Yeah, there's there's trees in it. Make an an effort to get the fruit. And here's the fruit. If the 12 spies would have literally gave a report and stepped back and obeyed what God had said, they wouldn't have paid the consequences for their opinion. Okay? Now, I'm going to try to make this as practical as possible. I feel like God is calling us to something like spying out the land. It might not be spying out the land for you, okay? Mom, who's raising that kid that's 25, and you see the facts of their life, you understand the things that they are facing, You are giving them a report. Listen, you need money to live. Okay, that's a fact. You need um, clothes because you can't walk around naked. That's not good, okay? Um, You need a job because in our economy, in our world, you know, we don't pay people with fruit. We pay people with money, okay? Um, You need to have integrity, And the list goes on and on and on. And I find this in my own children's life. There is a point where we as parents can state facts to our children and then impose things on our children that God might not be saying to our adult children. Now, you're probably going to email me because you hate what I'm saying, but I'm trying to help you here. God may be speaking to your 20-something-year-old kid. And I know that this is a, a hard area, a hard time in, your, uh, in, in the life of not just the kid who is emerging from college trying to figure out what he's doing with the rest of his life. It's also a hard time for parents to let go of that kid that is leaving the house. I hear from both of you. State the facts. and then. Let the Lord speak into their life. Listen to what that kid is saying. I know specifically, and actually, you know, we've had practically in my own personal life, um, we had a, a member of the family that, that counseled my husband to do the direct opposite of what God was calling him to do. Because it seemed like it was the right thing for them to do. But if my husband would have followed that counsel, I would not be married to him and we would not have four kids and we would not be enjoying the life that God has provided for him. He had to listen to the counsel of a family member and then make the decision to do the direct opposite 
and it liked to kill him. I want to just challenge you, parent. I love you so much. I am a parent. I'm, I'm, it's, oh my goodness, four kids. It's, it's a lot. But we have to train our kids to be, listen to the Lord more than they listen to us. And we train our kids by, first of all, them watching us listen to the Lord more than we listen to the, 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 uh, the land around us. Every morning, my kids see me. It's very regularly that they see me sitting when they get up with a Bible. Now, I'm not like, you know, Mother Teresa or anything like that. But in our home, it is important for me, for them to see me seeking the Lord's counsel more than picking up the phone and call, calling my wise friends and 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 going back and forth with my friends on what I should do about my life. I am training my kids at a young age that I don't know why mom sits with that book all the time, but I'm going to ask, mom, what are you doing? Well, I'm talking to Jesus. We've got some decisions to make that I know God's got counsel with. Stating the fact and adding your opinion can get you into trouble. Learn how to train your kids at a young age age to listen to the Lord. So when they, uh, when they have their lands that they have to go spy out and they see that the giants, in fact, do live in the land, they will listen to the Lord no matter what. Our opinions we're paying for, guys, because sometimes we dish out our opinions too quickly without submitting them under the authority of the spirit of God and the word of God. And we're paying for them. The, the, the 12 spies, of course, we've talked about this at length in the, in the last week or so. Um, the 12 spies, 10, all 12 of them had to pay for their opinion. If they would have done exactly what God told them to do, there would have been no consequence because the Lord sent them out. They all paid. Caleb and Joshua paid. Moses had to pay. And they were righteous in this situation. Everyone has to pay for people listening to your bad opinions. I feel like in a land where everything goes and do what you feel, and that's what's got our, our sort of our Christian culture, but also our, our regular culture into the mess that it is in, you know, we're listening to our feelings. We're listening to what looks right with our eyes. Um, we're listening to our wisdom and, and, and we're counting our wisdom more wise than the wisdom and the directive of the Lord. And, and pride has creeped in in some crazy way and is telling us um, that what we see is more real than the supernatural eternal world that lives outside of us. And I'm calling, calling us to be aware of this. Because I don't want, based on your opinion, if you were one of those 10 spies and you give your daughter, your son, your, your husband, maybe your church, your church, um, a bad report. And it is not based on the true will of God and what the word of God says and what he wants for your life. Many will suffer the consequences for you not listening. That terrifies me. As the Lord has let this seep into my heart, I get a lot of people that ask me for my advice. 
all the time. It has sobered me up. Autumn, don't be so quick to say what you feel in the moment. Make sure it is bathed in my will. Listen to the Spirit of God when it guides you. God has been telling me all of these things because if I, as a person in leadership that, that uh, people listen to, if I, if I advise someone that's not based on God's will, I could cause them literally to wander in the wilderness for 40 years. If they take my advice and do the wrong thing. I don't want to be that person. And I know you don't want to be either. So I'm calling us to be aware. You know, there was one time, uh, one thing very specifically that happened in my life not that long ago where I advised somebody wrong, totally wrong. And ever since that day, I knew it. I knew it. I, I don't know. I was wanting to be smart. I don't know. You know how you get, Dan. You just want to be like, you know, the wisest person in the room. And I, I, this is years ago, but I remember looking at this precious person and she, she had called me and she had asked me about, you know, a move for her family. And after I said the words out of my mouth, I was like, oh, that is not what God wants. And, you know, although, um, first of all, she didn't take my advice, which I was really glad about. (laughs) She did something totally opposite. And, and everything's great and, you know, whatever. I, I, that has really clung in my heart all these years. She probably didn't even remember me talking to her about this one specific thing. But if she would have taken it, it would have derailed her entire world for maybe years because I was in a position of authority over her. People. If you're a boss, if you're a leader, if you're a pastor, if you're a pastor's wife, if you're a mother, if you're a father, if you if you have people under you at work, if you're a supervisor, if you have interns under you, whatever it is, seek the word of God and the spirit of God for every opinion that you have. Because I know that you do not want someone taking your advice and it literally leading them on a goose chase for 40 years like it did the nation of Israel. This is a sobering time where we need to speak truth. We need to know what truth is. And we need to advise based on truth. Do you guys hate me, everyone who's listening to what I'm saying? If you do, that's okay. Email Cassie at autumnmiles.com and she will take all of your complaints. (laughs) Just kidding. Hey, listen, we love you so much. I want to pray for you guys. Um, As a mom, you know, I I know I was speaking to moms and and dads, but um, parenting is so hard. And our words are so weighty. Even as I'm 37 years old, um, I've had to call my dad and, and, um, and I really sort of hang on what he says because he's my dad. And um, I respect what he says. And there has been times where we have disagreed. And there has been times where he will tell you that, it, that it, it, he hasn't even told me what actually needed to happen. I've, ch- I've chose opposite counsel than he gave me. But I respect it. 
and I listen to it every single time. I want you guys to know that your words matter. Your advice matters. Your opinions matter. Don't be like these 10 spies who are crazy. Let me pray for y'all. Lord, I just pray for everyone who's listening. I pray, Lord, that um, they would catch themselves next time they give their advice or opinion. They would catch them. Spirit, I pray that you would catch them and just challenge them. Is this from me or is it not? Lord, I pray for those that do constantly seek your will and they operate accordingly based on what your word says. Lord, I thank you so much for them. God, I pray that we would understand and value truth, the truth of God's word. I pray that we would walk in it. We would walk in the integrity of the spirit of God that is leading us. And we might not get it right every time. But Lord, I thank you um, that you have given us the grace to walk nonetheless. Lord, I pray for boldness. I feel like there's people that need to give um, your opinion to someone today that is going to take courage. I pray for that person today. They know what you want, but they're scared of saying what you want to someone. Lord, I pray that um, you would forgive us when we fail. And I thank you for supporting us. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys so much. I'll see you back here tomorrow on The Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for The Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.